welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I burped like exactly two <laughs> seconds before I had to unmute this thing. I don't like John Mayer, John. <laughs> right? Uh, he's on tour with the dead right now. Uh, anyways, I am Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hi, I'm Sean. How's everyone doing? Hater of John Mayer. Lover of Dave. I'm, I'm not necessarily a hater of John Mayer as much as you think. I just hated John of trying show, to be playing the intro as John Mayer would play the show intro. Speaking of with an air guitar, John of the show, and also John. Say what you need to say. That's the one you're going with. Say what you need to say. <laughs> like, like you want to run in the halls of your old junior high school. You could go with New Light. You want to scream at the top of your lungs, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you just found out there's, there's no, no such, such thing. thing. That's the real world. It's just a lie you got to rise above. <laughs> you see what we did there? I do. Mm-hmm. That's a good song, man. Anyone who's like born in 2001 is like, <clears throat> that's, huh? <laughs> that's anecdotal. You'd be surprised uh, if, if I'm you know, doing the thing that I do mm-hmm. on the weekends from time to time. The kids will come up and they'll go, uh, hey, can you play this song? And I'll go, huh, what? what? You know this song. <laughs> you have parents that listen to <laughs> You them. have cool parents. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, hey, two things ended for me. This, two things. This that's nice, guys. I didn't think y'all were gonna do that, but it did. It happened. You're welcome. So uh, to kind of pick up from last week's intro, the ghost wiping ended for me very shortly after the recording of the show. Not like the night of, but like the next day. But that's not the story. <laughs> that was one of the two things that ended for me. But I think hmm. I've kept you updated. This John week. kept me updated for of an extremely long amount of time and then i got a picture if you remember john's theory was the ghost wiping was stri- strictly due to the um the apples he was eating yeah i got a picture of the apples <laughs> maybe even a video oh yeah it was a picture of me eating apples yeah. <laughs> did the apples up hold up or did that end too? um i ran out of i ran out of apples okay gonna stock up breaking uh, news it what kind uh, of apples are they they're just like red just delicious apples apples are high in fiber so Red Delicious, yeah, bro. Are you going Red Delicious? Are you going like Great. Washington? Oh, yeah. Whatever looks tasty to me. Fuji. Fuji was a good one, bro. Yeah. What's the uh, food? Is those, those the dark red ones? No, no, they're like smaller. They're kind of red and green. Yeah. A little bit. Mm, I do like some green apples. Uh, Granny, Granny Smith. Smith. Yeah. Honeydew. Granny Smiths are good with uh, caramel. <clears throat> yeah, I think the streak, I think the streak, no pun intended, ended, I think monday mm. i had a wait that's uh so today they're hearing this on wednesday yeah say so so like a 20 day monday. streak it was yeah. legit monday was a little creamy oh. <laughs> oh, whoa i'm not gonna lie well, john we're on a line and you have now smeared that line yeah, sir but but i'm okay because now i know what it takes two apples mm. two apples john, a day two apples a day or um just i or drink some of that liquid fiber junk like so it's uh there's something called liquid citru- fiber it's like citrusil it's yes uh, yeah yeah why do you why you're nodding like like you know about well, that Greg? i, went, I know I, what it is i went uh <laughs> i went to the doctor one time for an old henry okay and i thought it was i thought it was going to be bad and they said no man you're good just drink just drink this fiber drink twice a day one in at and night one in the morning disgusting. and it took actually i like it you have to keep stirring. How to keep old the, are we now? On this yeah, podcast? we're talking Jeez. about uh, old like raisin bran and citrusil. <laughs> I had to take that. I had to take that one. I was real young for uh, syndrome I had. So like it yeah. was just, just like imagine being thirteen and having to drink that stuff. You're like, yeah. Ugh. I don't know, dude. 
Yeah, as long as the water's cold and yeah, you can you keep stirring. The you, you know those um, it's good. It's an or it's like an orange drink. There's these pills like you a take. really bad tang. I can't yeah, remember the name of true. them right now, but it's to boost your immunity. Like if you feel like you're going to get sick or you're around somebody that was sick, airborne, airborne. So um, you can you can get them in there. Basically, like they dissolve in your your cup or your water. <clears throat> yep. The best way to take those is get like a smaller glass of it and take the shot versus like a full cup. And then drink water later because that Gosh. stuff is strong. We are old men. We really are. Um, to pivot, the other thing that ended for me, and I, I talked to John about this today, I was teetering on the fence on the Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. I really wanted that Founders Edition. I go to the Google page and I share my screen with John. It's sexy. And uh, it I go, sexy. John, why am I here? And John's response was because it's, it's sexy. But then I noticed the Founders Edition is no more. Yeah. It's sold out. How much was the Founders Edition? 129 as much as the the next edition that you can get, but you miss out on the badge, the the black controller, or not, it's not a black controller, it's that special controller. You miss out on all the other additional perks. You still get the Destiny collection. You still get the three months of the the best, you know, membership thing. Um, but it's just, I was like, if I'm going to pay the 129 I really should have got the Founders Edition. But apparently, mm-hmm. a lot of countries... Um, well, how do I say it? They, they all sold out as well. Yeah. So that me and John are, John and I are like, wow, that's, that's kind of a good sign. We'll see. Yeah. So I missed out on that. That's the update. Okay. F stadia. No, I, I, I don't think it's, I, I dude, the more I'm into it, I don't think it's going to be an F stadia. I could be in the minority, but, uh, I don't think that I just, Google is, I'm sorry. I just think it's, I think I don't have, it doesn't attract me. Actually, that's not true. Um, if I get this PC built, I'll be playing Darksiders Genesis sooner rather than later. But there's nothing on the platform that's attracting me now. I right. do think that the platform and platforms like it are what's going to be. Yeah. And I think Google's Google, Google Google's probably leading the charge on it. We'll see. We'll I think see. doing it this soon is a smart move. And I, they have the resources, even if it doesn't sell as well as expected. I think they're going to stick with this one. I could See, be that's very naive. Yeah. Um, that, that's but, the big thing. Will they actually stick with it? Because I think they will. They, I mean, it's easy to say that right now, but on the other hand, they're such a large company that they something, a, something dude. not working. I mean, they've, they've shown this, like they've had multiple things come out that they pushed. And like, you would think they're going to be with this ride or die. Two years later, they're gone. They, you know, I would like to see a comparison, maybe a chart comparison of the thought, the the products that have failed, and how much time before the product launch versus failed did they put into that product versus what I've been and I've been more in tune with this particular product mm. and understanding the infrastructure that they built and the technology mm-hmm. that they worked on and the challenges they saw and you know the amount of money they've put into this to make it work. I would like to see if anything is is even close to what they're doing with this. Well, they have the advantage of being billions and billions of dollars behind them. I mean, mm. that that's a great advantage and, and getting in and getting billions. into the and getting into the space first. But I think Xbox is going to be the big contender because people are loyal to a video game brand. Yeah. Or Amazon. And they don't necessarily, people don't necessarily associate Google with their video game Man. hobby yet. I'm, that I'm, could change. I'm betting on Amazon and, <clears throat> and Xbox being where the war is mm-hmm. in the long run just because. They have the resources. Yeah. Amazon 
has just as much resources as those two. And at the same time, unlike Google, whereas Google is all about, sure, they have a bunch of services and they have a lot of great platforms. It's been more so, um, <laughs> there's so much going on in this Sorry. apartment they don't know about right now. But anyway, it's part of being a professional show, Chris, you don't bring it up. All right, Sean, put your pants back on. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is Jesus. worse. <laughs> John. You John. just had to choose the one that had the, John, this is just, John. if they could always say, but anyways, yeah, like Google has a lot of services, but they're not tied to a plan. Whereas when you think of Amazon, the big thing they do have going for it is that if they do it right, you could just have prime games. Yeah. And it could be one more thing as far as prime. So I could see why that would be successful. I could also see if Steam partners with the right person, that that would become a very deadly thing. Because if all of a sudden you Ooh. said everything that's in your Steam library is now stream streamable, yeah. that makes that, that would be a killer. You're right, for but but here's the thing: all these things you're talking about, they're not first. True. And technically, Stadia is not first because of the, I forget the name of the thing that kind of did yeah, it. There's been just, a lot of them. It, no, the most recent one about 10 years ago that just kind of ran out of money. Sure. Yeah. But it was doing it kind of good. Um, I don't know. I, I've got, I just hate that I missed the Founders Edition. That's it. Mm. How much was the Founders? 129. And just, just like the one you can order right now, but it's missing a few other things. They're going to still have your, your gamer tag. I don't think anybody in the world is going to have that one, so. Mine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? I don't know. <laughs> any of yours. Any any of them. Yeah. They're all terrible. They're 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 official. No, they're not terrible. Okay. They're just so John. One um, one I'm really wanting to do right now, and I, I still I have a subscription uh-huh. for some reason. I don't know. It, um Apple Arcade. Oh, the arcade. I kinda wanna get uh an Apple T V box uh-huh. and you can play the apple car uh, apple arcade games off of the apple tv with what controller i don't, I don't anyone know. you can use playstation or xbox yeah that's i think cool. as long as it's like bluetooth or something enable it can do it yeah that's pretty cool and it's mm-hmm. 179 bucks for the box and you get a, a year's worth of um apple yeah. arcade for free and there's just a couple of games on there i want to i want to <clears> play <throat> like ocean horn 2 <laughs> Are you serious right now? It's a Zelda. It's basically a Zelda game. What happened to that Zelda Fox game that was coming out? Still We're, waiting on it. Lo, what was oh, the name yeah, of that game? I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Lucky's, Lucky's, the Legend of Fox? No, it was like Lucky's Tale or something. Like that. No, 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 no. You're confusing two things. Two things? Lucky's what? Tale is a VR game. Yes. But yeah. it, I remember watching that. I was like, oh my God, I will play yeah, that it was, game. It was at E3 this year. I'm yeah. sure it's in development. It's I, a small team. I thought, it was, on, I thought it was on E3 two years ago. Maybe it was. I don't know. Things take time. Back off of them. I want to play the game. I'm their PR guy. Back off. <laughs> um, so I mainly watched uh, two things. Really? No. Nothing? No. Wow. I just, guys. I just said we're it. We're shutting it down. Y'all left me we're, hanging. We're shut- <laughs> I got you. We gave you the most perfect two things. Yeah, though. but then I said it again and nothing. Do I only get one a show? Yes. That's a great, that's a great answer. <laughs> Hmm. What'd you watch, Chris? Well, actually, three things. See, um, we can't do it. There's no bit for that. I went and watched, uh, I would say, my first main Oscar movie of the year. Oh, God. Here we go. The Lighthouse. John, you might like it. Yeah. Did you ever watch The Witch? Yeah. It's the same director. Oh. 
So if you like the craziness, I took, I took Clarissa that, to see the witch. Yeah, we were excited about the witch. She hated the witch. Is he? Well, how do you feel about the witch? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I I was distracted by the idea that I I'm watching it, and we went to the theater to see this. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if she's having a good time. These this yeah. studio was at a twenty four. They just do the weirdest horror films. I've yeah. I've realized that now. Like because they did, they're the guys who did Midsummer. Uh, yeah, over yeah. the over the summer, yeah. which um, I haven't seen. I think you did. Yeah, and I love that too. Like I love, I, you know me. I'm not like true, like too big like into the way. Much. Yeah, like you're of, scaled. It's not that. It's just it's boring. Like the whole entire gory. Like this kind of stuff is interesting <clears throat> to me. Like you know the idea of like just going to a midsummer festival. Did you see Hereditary? Uh, I have not, but I've you been have to, to see Hereditary. Yeah, I know it's on Amazon, uh, but this one is kind of the same way where it's like it's a dude. William Defoe is a guy who runs this lighthouse. He's the lighthouse keeper, and <clears throat> Robbie Patterson shows up, Batman. basically to be the janitor on there. Uh, and it, it, you know, they're on isolated on this island for like four weeks, and it just is slowly their their mental state just continuously is going down, <laughs> yeah. and it is crazy and weird to watch but it's really 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 good acting and you're and you know here's hoping for an oscar nod for willem yeah that was that was my big thing i was like i was i was like i don't know if he has one because i was i was thinking maybe he got one for platoon because he's got the iconic shot in that movie um (laughs) but uh you know he apparently yeah he does not he's never won that or a golden globe and he never won one for green goblin he did not win one for florida man actually which surprised me uh but yeah so uh, last man, temptation I, of christ yeah he's got a lot of great films um i'm rooting for him I'm rooting i would hard be for fine if i'd never won an oscar if i had his career mm-hmm. i mean he's, he's just had the most versatile career he always just because he's a great up. actor he never goes away he always no. pops up in something he's always He'll, great he's he's the kind of guy he's he's never too good to take a job yes he, he's one of those actors who believes that I, working is more important than, than making necessarily every every movie has to be an Oscar nominated movie for sure, for sure. and I respect that um, Boondock Saints baby but the other big thing uh, Jack Ryan came out yeah and I binged that in one night pretty oh, much. how many episodes it's not that many <laughs> it's, it's eight again like okay. the first season I'm um, probably on two or three I started watching it yesterday yeah yeah uh, very solid I got a sneeze coming I got a sneeze coming I just want to put that out there in my face, do it. If you if you enjoyed, <laughs> I'd say if you're the kind of guy who used to watch 24 and you haven't watched Jack Ryan, yeah. I think you're gonna find yourself uh, falling in love with you the see, series. I'm the kind of guy who watches who watched 24, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the Blacklist right now. <laughs> Makes no sense, and I'm kind of really into it. <clears throat> Did you ever try to watch the Blacklist? Yes, I like uh, Homeboy and that James Spader, yeah. but I always like him. I mean, he's the real hook. I, yeah. I mean, of course, but. That was why, what was that show you used to have with Shatner, uh, Boston Legal? Mm-hmm. I, that show is so predictable and by the numbers, but I would watch every week just to watch, see what he was going to say, because yeah. they give him great speeches. Yeah. Uh, and then the final thing, Watchmen is officially, I think, anyone who's a fan of Watchmen hooked everyone this week, because that got, that show is crazy <clears throat> right now, like mm-hmm. where they are taking that, it is getting so good that's probably my favorite new show of the year now did the scorsese movie come out it is coming out in limited theaters here soon but it will be on netflix at the end of the month okay so you'll have that then and then we can yeah i gotta watch dolomite man first 
I do want to watch that. Yeah. Is it getting good reviews? Yeah. It got decent reviews. Yeah. I think it's cool to, that they made a movie about him. Dude, and it's like <laughs> shot for shot. Like yeah. it matches exactly. And then they, they got Eddie Murphy to do it. That's yeah. the other reason why. It's like part of Eddie Murphy's comeback, bro. I'm excited about it. He's going to be doing, be doing um, stand-up and stuff. Oh, too. wow. Yeah. I wonder how that'll land. He uh, he was asked that question by uh, Jimmy, not Jimmy Fallon. What's the other guy? Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel? Kimmel? That guy, the other Jimmy. And Eddie Murphy was the like, other I don't, he's like, I don't care yeah. how I land. It's, that sounds like Eddie Murphy. It's my comedy. Yeah. <clears throat> he goes, I'm not, I think he said something along the lines of, or he, he <clears throat> basically implied he's not going to be like raw again, obviously, but sure. he's got some things to say. I love Eddie Murphy. Well, it's been missed. I mean, I, I think he even made fun of his movies that sucked. It's like him and a lot of people such movie. (laughs) A lot of people like forget, you know, from that period of the late seventies to early eighties, like him and the other big one was Steve Martin. And they both walked away at their heights of stand up to go do movies. And they never really, they're only both now like Steve Martin just returned to stand up about two, three years ago. He tried to play some music for a little while too. He He still still does does. that. Yeah. He still does that. I know. I've Steve, actually seen him play, man. Though. Steve, if you're Pretty listening, yeah. just be funny. Steve, <laughs> Steve Martin has got to be 80. He's a but he doesn't look like he looks like he did in uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Dude, he's like my parents' age. Yeah. One of the first movies I I think I cried in was Father of the Bride, either one or two. <laughs> yeah, mm. like when she comes down the stairwell, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I cried in train, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles when he said, those aren't pillows. Uh, pillows. Oh, this, this I, is the old man podcast. I don't think sure. I've seen that movie, so I'm clear of the old You've man You've never stigma. seen planes, trains, I don't think and so, no. Oh, God. Planes, trains, and automobiles is a Thanksgiving tradition in my house. Well, good for you, As Lane. In my, in, my, in my parents' house, right? You know we a, we you, watched it every year. You know it's a tradition in my house? The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on Thanksgiving, and then F football. that. And then Dude, football, F bro. That. But it's John Candy. <clears throat> it's John and Candy. Yep. John and Candy. And Steve and Marble Mouth. <laughs> Steve Martin and John Candy. Oh. In a John Hughes <clears throat> film. I gotta watch Uncle Buck. That's a good one, too. That is so funny. Did everybody have a good Halloween? Uh, yeah, we cut, we shut off the porch light and went to bed. Are <laughs> you yeah. serious? Yes. Well, uh, Did it even like really happen? Because it was storming yes, bad. It wasn't storming, Chris. It got cold. The, store, the rain happened, then it got very it cold, got yeah, cold. Yeah. and we uh, we were freezing as we trick or treated, which was it was a it was a memory I won't I won't forget about. But cool, I, I sat on my couch and the, didn't uh, give out candy. No one came by. If they can, I I always buy a bag. But Did you cut your lights on? Yeah, they were. I mean, they're always on. They're on right now. That's a good point, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that I guess like well, the kids I think go, it's don't weird. go by old man Lockard's house. <laughs> It was the same way when when John and I lived together. Like kids, I don't they think don't a lot of them go. Yeah, go in apartments. I've got a video of me and my brother trick or treating. One of the last years he trick or treated, and uh, we're in my apartment complex, and we're kind of winding down trick or treating. <laughs> and I'm like, let's that light, they look like they're trick or treating. Let's go over to that door. Nope. And uh, he knocks on it, and the, the guy that opens it's like, what in the are you here for? Yeah, my brother's little and he don't know what's happening. And I was like, "Come on, man!" My trick or treating career ended <laughs> when I was ten years old. Ten? That's young, I lived. I, I grew up out in the country. 
That's yeah. where you'd have to, you, our mom would drive us from house to house. Yeah. And so we were walking up to this one house. <laughs> I still see him. This guy was hiding behind the bushes around the house to scare with, you with this huge, scary mask with like this bright red and orange hair sticking out. Only thing I really remember at the, about the mask uh-huh. is his eyes would light up one at a time. Oh my god, it terrified like you! This and he he ran out, screamed, chased us to the car. We didn't get any candy. Chased us to the car. I I finally got into the car. He kept trying to open up the door. I never. And your I, your parents were okay with that? They were laughing. Uh, well, my mother knew. I mean, knew it was nothing to be scared of. But I was terrified. I never went trick or treating again. This explains so much. It really does. Right? Yeah, it really does. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like Halloween. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I would also imagine, like, I don't think they come here because <laughs> honestly, where I am, and you, you guys could probably understand this. Like, where I am situated in my apartment complex, why would you go here? When those homes are right behind us with yep. a lot of old money that probably are giving out full bars of candy. That is premium <laughs> Halloween location behind me. I wouldn't come see me because I'm going to give you a little freaking, you know, mini Snickers. We should go Homeboy back there is giving, you know, huge candy bars. Did you take uh, your chairman? Yeah. And I DJ. It's a tradition. No, it really is. You had a DJ tape. You were dressed. As I set a DJ. up. I set up almost a full setup in my driveway. It's become a tradition where people from other neighborhoods only come to mine to eventually come to the dance party that happens in my driveway. Like legit, lights, everything. Neighbors sit on chairs across the way to listen. It's almost like a unintended block party that happens. I wrote an article. I want to go. It it's it's pretty legit. I wrote an article. Thanks for inviting me. I don't tout myself a lot, but the 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 experience is legit. I wrote an article. It was about 2.5 out of, of You're five. like the guy in Ratatouille before you tasted the Ratatouille. <laughs> I've been to your place where there's been a DJ party uh, outside. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. Well, uh, for 4th of July. Or was it totally Christmas? Totally not the same. You're like the guy in Ratatouille before totally. you tasted yeah. the Ratatouille. But when you taste it, Chris, <laughs> childhood memories pop up. It's going to be fantastic. Do you want to taste this uh, topic? Yeah, let's pivot. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. In your mouth. Wait, what? what? This, really, this game really has nothing to do with food, but okay. Uh, it has. It's. It's probably y'all are gonna probably love this game. I mean, you just ugh. let's do it. Topic time. 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 The topic is. Outer Worlds! <laughs> oh, was that good? Did you like that? Yes, that was fantastic. You should have seen you doing it. <laughs> anyway. Don't anyways us, Chris. Outer Worlds. It's a game by uh, an independent, well, no longer. No longer. They got money <laughs> yeah. now. This was independent, though. Uh, my understanding, Microsoft yeah. didn't really have much to do with this Not at all. Not much at all. Outside of going like, well, we own you, so we're just going to go ahead and put this on uh, on Games Pass. Well, how do they make money if it's free, guys? <clears throat> because uh, 2K published it. It's a great question. I don't really know for We don't sure. know how it works, the algorithms and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. 
I did try to watch videos of this game, like I do when mm-hmm. I don't play games. Oh, this is Oof. as soon as I started playing, this, I was like, "This is not a Sean game." But see, John, John has said several times already that no, because John, given said, the right mood, I think he would enjoy this game. Given the right Chris mood, like, the no. right circumstance, <laughs> and just letting it, no. just letting it slowly enter him. Oh, very gently. As as no. John speaks, Chris's head is just in a in a disagreement mode. Look, like, he could be right. I just yeah. I don't know. I just uh, Sean, it's a bunch of talking. Right. Yeah. And it's a lot of talking, especially up front. Ugh. And you have to make choices while you talk. How's that sound to you? Yeah. All right. Okay. I'd, rather, I'd rather find a good corner of a hallway and put my head through it. <laughs> uh, Outer Worlds. Yeah. This is a, I have to say, the premise for this game is what piqued me first off when I was like reading it. Mm-hmm. Like, cause in this world, the idea is it's a world where, in a world, in, in our timeline, there's a very famous assassination that happened at the turn of the century, William McKinley, and Teddy Roosevelt became president. And that's big because he, of course, like became Mr. Trustbuster and established a bunch of government agencies and, regulating um, the stuff. the teddy bear. Yes, that too. <laughs> in, this, in this universe, apparently, it never happens. And TR never becomes president. And it's supposed to be this world where instead, you know, kind of... I want to say, in a way, it's kind of like how Bioshock treats like certain ideas. Like this is the world where capitalism and and corporate mega corporations like just are left unchecked to grow and grow and become something. And now we've jumped forward well into the future to where man is leaving Earth and is heading to new galaxies. And basically, instead of you having a real form of government that's leading that charge, it's more of a board of various corporations that are competing for uh, their own, I, I guess, success and, you know, their own power mm-hmm. in, in it. Prey and did you, something like that, too, where it had something to do with um, the fate of a president in the, in the timeline of Prey was different. So mm. it, it and it has it's it's that Bioshock thing and, and that prey thing where it, it's it's the future the but future. It's, but it's how people living in the 1950s or 1960s would see the future and how it might look yeah it looks very like the it's dated it's a very dated yeah. futuristic. it's like start like watching the original star trek yeah like when you finally get to <clears throat> the groundbreaker which is kind of the big hub ship yeah. that has all the shopping areas the shopping you, yeah, area. his you, shoulders went like this. Yeah, it, it looks like uh yeah, the table move I was like, yeah. it almost looks like kind of yeah like early 1900s like how you would expect it when you walk down the street in yeah. like new york city or something yeah. mm-hmm. um which is cool mm-hmm. yeah cool. i do like that look it's very uh almost kind of steampunkish but not yeah um so i think the big question everyone has coming into this because everyone's looked at and they know what they've worked on through the years. Obsidian, they're most famous for two games, really, right? Yeah. Uh, Fallout, New Vegas, and um, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic 2. And I think everyone wants to know, is this... Fa- really, they want to know, is this Fallout, New Vegas? You know, is this their own Fallout? And I will say parts of it are. Mm-hmm. And parts of it are very much a Bioware game. Uh, but it is definitely, I think you're going to find if you play this, that if you're expecting a big open universe where you can just get lost for 300 hours, probably not going to find that here. But on the other hand, 
if you want a universe to get lost for probably like 20 to 40 hours, you're going to have a good time and you're going to enjoy it. And you're going to feel some strong connections to uh, some famous franchises that you've played from them. Particularly in light of the difficult year that Bethesda has had. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it's almost poetic that Obsidian comes out with this game. Yeah. As Fallout 76 is, it has had its struggles. And they've been trying to make this game forever. Really? Yeah, this has been their passion. <clears throat> this is why they do all those art games for people. Is well, there's definitely going to be a sequel, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so the idea is that you're, um, I think you're, what do they call you? What They have like a technical. You're a, colon, you're a, you're a refugee slash colonist on the on the ship yeah hope the hope what is called hope. so back when people were going to this uh galaxy where it's at you'd have yeah. to be put in the cryo salute and it was supposed to be like a 10-year journey into this galaxy something knocked your ship off course and basically all the corporations when they kind of figure out what's going on just decided to let you drift out and not save you uh because of the amount of expense it would probably take to kind of figure out how to save you without dying and so, was, wasn't the ship supposed to be kind of like the brightest minds yes. to this col- the the outer world yes so you've been left out there and you're kind of like 60 70 years past and it's the idea of it is that you know you're kind of like a rumor right the hope has become this thing where it's a fable it's a, a, a wives tale or something like that but no one really speaks of it in truth or as being something that is certain uh but of course one scientist in this universe is not dumb (laughs) and figures out what's going on and at the beginning of the game he wakes you up and kind of like puts you on the path where the original idea is that you are going to help him get the tools necessary to wake up the rest of the people who are on your ship because it's again it's kind of explained because you've been in cryo sleep for so long uh, without the right tools, you'd pretty much just die instantly. Um, and it also explains a little mechanic in the game, which kind of uh, acts as the VAT system mm-hmm. for it, where you slow down time. And it's not 100% like VATs, but still that kind of, instead of everything moving regular speed, it's it's extremely slowed down and gives you like one or two shots to kind of focus where you want to shoot your, uh, your gun at. Yep. Um, so... That's that's a side effect. It's which amazing. I like that. It's been a long day. It's yeah. amazing. It, it's amazing. I always look up at John if you just caught the little mini yawn he did. I'm not bored. I no, think. but it's it's or it's funny to me now. And it's it's hey, endearing. It's okay, John. Uh, Chris, I just like to point out Sean was showing footage on his phone. I think he would really appreciate it if you showed some footage on a no, on he, TV. I, I bring that up, and it it he just steamrolls right over that request we did, it. We, we did it for a and few it, episodes it really keeps it seemed to really flow well yeah it keeps me engaged if i'm yeah. not playing the game or vice versa <laughs> how did you make your character chris was he strong um my guy was basically designed to talk to people and shoot people yeah um and i it, the good thing about it is whenever you level in this game they give you a lot of points so mm-hmm. it's pretty easy even if if you didn't build your character the right way to from to the, catch up to as you yeah. progress through the game you start finding oh man i kind of wish i'd built this up so yeah. it gives you the and opportunity you yeah did you did you guys make male or females i went with male this time which i'm kind of surprised i i you did too i went male i couldn't because find a fe- I, I started with female but i couldn't find a look that i that really you felt 
I made mine male because when I was doing random sorts, uh, this one dude's face popped up after I randomly did one time, and he looked just like Tom Brady. So you're like, I'm in. So I put long hair, so he's like younger Tom Brady, and then I named him Bomb Trady instead and uh i sent him off to the galaxy i like what you did that's nice yeah. it makes you know what it's crystal clear to me why you did that yeah. makes sense um <laughs> but yeah uh after that you kind of find yourself in this this galaxy um put on a i think it's terra 2 is the first planet that you go to and you quickly find yourself in and realize that this is not the earth you know or or the world you know in the sense of not just the way it looks but really i mean i don't know what the earth was like when he left right but it's definitely not like ours because i mean it's to a point people are not accepting medical care unless people work for their company uh it's expected in pretty much whenever you have a conversation that you kind of throw in ad advertising speak to sell the idea of how great their company is to a point where you need to pay for your own gravesite because it is considered as a cost to the company if you did not do that and you should uh it, it, you are not being a good worker if you find yourself sick <laughs> yeah take all take all the exaggerated tropes you find mm. of the concepts of capitalism run amok yeah and this is and this is the world you live in you have to pay a tax a fee in order to be buried, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, it, it, just, just some, you're, you're, you're seen as, um, as property of a company that you work for. And I think in like the idea is that <clears throat> you're when an you investment, up, you're an object. When you actually come out there originally, the idea is that you are expected to do some form of service, uh, to the company before, you know, you're allowed to go and do elsewhere. But I'm guessing it's kind of one of those setups, right? Where, Yes, you you only need to do five years, but we're also, you know, you're going to need a place to live and therefore we have to dock that from you, you know, yeah. or whatever, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, the corporations are your government and your mm. and your job. It's, and it's everything rolled into one. And it's like weird because, yeah, I it's so weird to not really have a central face to a government. Like even like when you play Bioshock, right, you have Andrew mm. Ryan. Mm-hmm. that's the face of the leadership to you versus or um uh of course in bioshock infinite comstock mm-hmm. right like you have that kind of thing or you know even things like uh fallout games they they have different factions and those have leaderships and you understand what their pulls are so far i mean i i know late in the game they're supposed to eventually appear the board that controls these things but from my understanding, like where I'm at about it's, 15 it's hours, it's basically an entity. Yeah. They're, they're just invisible. there. It's and an invisible hand. It's kind of like, it's been a trip so far to go to a planet and then slowly discover how these people are terrible <laughs> without really. And, and like, it's not like, it's not chaotic evil. Right. And it's not like Everything's true evil. just off. It, it's like a it's, neutral evil. Yeah. Everything just does. <laughs> it's like everything. Is, and it's not, I wouldn't call this game like hilarious, but the game is ironic and yes. amusing. Yes. Um, nothing that's laugh out loud, but you're just you're 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 basically scoffing and going, huh. <laughs> yeah, you like know? early on you have this whole uh very early on it kind of sets up a classic thing from a Fallout game where you have this town where 
it's a corporation town and a bunch of people have gotten tired of the way of life and the hardships there. And they've gone off to um, form their own little kind of hidden colony, you know, call it hippie, whatever you want. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't have any rules. Just be who you are type stuff. Um, and the incentive for the leader of the main town to get them back, it's not to do evil or anything. It's literally that. You know, if they were to suffer, then they would come back because, you know, they don't want to starve. And that would be good for us because uh, production, you know, it goes up. Yeah. It's it's a very neutral evil type thing. It's it's, not an, the, it's an unassuming evil. Yeah, there's there's later on. It's on good the, natured evil. <laughs> like you quickly realize these people's motivations a lot of times are they're very narcissistic in the sense that it's not that they care about people or or you know, the hardships that their actions are taking. It's how's this going to affect my future to get to the higher levels of yeah. capitalism, right? Like there's one guy who's like, really his dream is to get to this one planet because I guess that's supposed to be the good life and all that. Yeah. And, and, you know, like meanwhile, his like coworker is missing and could be potentially be dead. And he's like, Oh no, it would look bad if I lost another worker. So if you could find him and bring him back, I'd really like that. Yeah. Um, and it, it, creates interesting decisions but i will say in comparison to something like um like fallout i didn't weigh as much on them as i did uh in fallout like fallout's big first one is the megaton question and that was hard for me because they were offering me so much money and fallout does not give you a lot of money especially early on right to blow up this town (laughs) This one, you know, I had to make a choice. You know which one I'm talking about, the very first one. I didn't really feel like I like had any financial incentives to do it either way, right? And once I made my decision, we did opposite decisions on this. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling burdened going forward from it. You know, I that's, just that's, I just kind of went with what my ideals were. That's the fascinating thing because you and I got into a, 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 a almost got into an argument last week about. Mm. everybody's motives in the game mm. and i was like no man that they were wrong dude they were, they, they was just not cool <laughs> so yeah. i struggled with the uh i struggled with that particularly that first decision because i was i was dead set on a decision mm. until i came until it, until it came time i turned around and spoke to a member of my party and they literally convinced me to go to the other way mm. in that moment yeah and i walked away feeling completely very good about the decision it wasn't a perfect decision see i came back after my decision uh they didn't really like the decision i made when i got back to town yeah and then um they decided to try to shoot me and that didn't work out too well for the town <laughs> and <laughs> oh it's my like God. 40 people in there oh my God. they just slowly went down one by one <laughs> yeah. um so you know I, uh, it, that kind of stuff i think is 50 50 but the part i am impressed with is kind of more so the other side. The conversations, the voice acting, mm-hmm. that's where this really hits home to me. I agree. Um, I like, agree. everyone I want, like, I've been trying for years, I think, John, to get you in, like, games where it has a lot more of this choice and it really is dialogue driven. I was like, I think you'd like it if you, you know, and you, I know you say you, like, I always want to just go and do my thing. Well, um, you remember, uh, Vampire sort of changed my yeah, attitude on you that. You said that. And, yeah. um, I, I just love these kinds of things where I can sit back and there's not necessarily a wrong choice. It's just like I can realistically approach the 
the conversation and let it be what I want, whether I want to lie to this person or kind of, you know, and try to give them some form of motivation and encouragement or like threaten them, you know, do whatever or just, or, or be neutral. I can do all those things. And if you've got great voice acting and great decisions in those things, it's really, really fun in my opinion to play that kind of game. Um, and they do this very, very well. Yeah. It's one of the few games I've played that's had consistently interesting characters everywhere, regardless of who they are. Um, even that robot, the, uh, the opening (laughs) guy that saves you or however you want to put it, that guy looks, I'm watching the video as you guys talk. He looks awesome. He's a cool character. And the stuff he's saying. Yeah. When they're, when they're more in the world, yeah, they don't look as good, but like you can tell they figured out we need to focus in on the faces and that's why it zooms in whenever you do a conversation. That's pretty cool. I mean, the game looks, I mean, it looks yeah, like to me, this is like what you, what you're looking for, like because this is to me, this is a double A game. This is what oh, we would call sure. this. It is not, you know, it was made very much on a budget, um, and unlike uh, all the other Obsidian games, it didn't either have a humongous provider behind them or a previous like working engine to work off of to do their things. This was a passion project, and it, you see the parts where it cut corners, like the worlds aren't at big like when you're outside and you're going from one level inside level thing to another most of them really aren't that big they're all going to have a loading yeah part there i was i was a little disappointed it's not a big deal that you know you have to you're in the you're on the planet but you have to you have to reload to get go inside of a town yeah it's not seamless and i would have wished it was seamless you know the the world most of the worlds I've seen look completely gorgeous, but if you look up in the sky, mm. you see some graininess and some texture issues. Yeah. So you can see where the where, where they it, it, they they focused on the right things. Yes. As far as graphics go, but you know, yeah, you could that, tell that they had to cut corners some and, places. And that's where you see the other side of it, like what we were talking before. When you walk onto a ship, like when you go to Groundbreaker in these places, there is a lot of personality, and it makes up for the fact that honestly there's not a ton of people in the environments. Like it's clear they can't handle this. This game could not handle having like, you know, 200 people on a ship walking around. Yeah. Um, you know, so it has to make good with the idea that you believe there are more people on this ship and they're just off doing their own thing and you're not seeing it. You're seeing the front of what the customer would see. If so it doesn't, there. it doesn't feel like an empty world. No, it no. feels completely opposite of that. No, it's yeah. very alive. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a nod to the people who made the game then to be able yeah. to pull that off. And the ship is very much like, um, like mm. mass effects. Stuff. Yeah. It, it, so, I mean, like you said, it's, it's a, it's a high, to me, it's like a hybrid between fallout and mass effect yeah. to me. Um, um I think I think Sean would love it. <laughs> you really do, don't you? Like I said, do really funny. You really, you, well, I sneezed one time and now it's not like I have a cold. A really, it takes. I th- I think oh, under the right circumstances. <laughs> I think in the right moment, uh-huh. in the right mood, you know, light some candy. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm watching. Put like on I some said, Kenny G. <laughs> I tried to do what I'm doing now, not with you guys, but as you guys are talking, and I pull up the video. Maybe maybe our listeners do this from time to time when we're going over games. I don't know. Mm. But it seems to be working. It's it's it's. I'm in the right mood right now, mm. and uh, hey. yeah, turn, it's very. It, it, it can be. It can lights. be. It can feel very chatty in the beginning. And I think I was telling Chris. Yeah. I was. Oh no, I was actually telling you. 
I'd started the game just like, uh, I don't know. You know this guy? <laughs> I There's a lot of setup. He's actually, he's your first interaction on the planet and he, and it's hilarious. It is. He really, he really dives in and lets you know immediately you were in this really kooky place. Yes. I mean, these people are strange. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, and like, I think the testament to a game like this is that I, you know, I never have really worried too much about the main story. Yeah. I've always, you know, I'm going to go and talk to everyone. If they have a quest, I'm going to accept it, and I'm going off to explore it to see where it takes me. Um, and that's a great sign, you know. Yeah. And the and the missions you can beat this in like ten hours. Yeah, if you just rush it. Actually, somebody did a speed yeah, run like, and did seven hours. Yeah, but it's still like a day. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think I think all the missions so far the missions have never bored me. Mm. You know, you because of. I'm amazed that a non-open world game like this, it still has, to me, it's hard to explain. It still has an open world feel because sure. the worlds are alive and just the variety of the missions. Everything seems, everything you're doing, every every mission you uh, that I've been sent out on that I've accepted at least has just been interesting to be in. Mm. Um, I've never well, been. Well, that's that's the thing with me. Like uh, when I play WoW or Final Fantasy or Tour. There's a lot of conversations that happen and decisions you have to make and you have to read. And I love that stuff because I care about the stuff like the game. Like I, mm. I want, there's things I like already. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then I find games like, like I tried to pay, play the last fallout and I just disconnected immediately. I came out of the vault and I went to a house and I said, I'm never playing this game again. Yeah, you gotta do that for a good while. Did you ever see uh, Angry Joe's review of Fallout seventy six? Not seventy six. The not I haven't played that one. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, it, basically, the ending shot <laughs> is him in in that vault suit uh-huh. going back into the vault and shutting the door. <laughs> That's funny. That's a classic. Angry, angry but his Joe. opening line was, "Bethesda, you done effed it up." <laughs> it's always that. If it's bad, but that thing, right? But that fault, yeah. but that fault closing on him was so funny, hilarious. Um, He's like, "I'm out. I, this world is not for me." That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of good stuff, but there are limitations <laughs> to it. Like, I like the characters, the side characters, and all and that. That feels very Mass Effecty mm-hmm. when I'm doing it, but I don't think it's quite as good as Mass Effects was meaning like you go through and you do these side missions with them and they're like the first one you do i think is actually one of the best the poverty uh is it poverty is that her name i think poverty poverty that's mm, it it's fine uh, chris great um, character too yes great and it, it's character. like a, it's probably the right one to do first because yeah. like where you have all these cynical people that are just self-absorbed with themselves and, and their own gains financially right in in their futures she seems to be more of like She's the actual, like yeah, what you're looking for in a yeah. space game. Like I am young and naive, and I want to go explore the cosmos. Yep. I want, I want to be Luke Skywalker. I want to get off this planet and see, you know, what's what's out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's awesome. But once you complete her like side stuff, then they just kind of hang around for the most part. You know, there's not too much more outside of just doing combat and them having conversations. Like it doesn't feel like I've had um a growing relationship but like him the other one too uh what's his name that you get from the first planet um the guy's like pretty much like a priest oh yeah i've picked him up and i did like the first part of his stuff and i've stored him away 
and I haven't done anything. I'm already, I've already spoken to him on the ship, and he's and he has. We're about to we're about to jump into a mission together. Mm-hmm. Pavardi has actually kept me engaged because mm-hmm. of the relationship she builds in other places. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the best parts. So I, I think Pavardi is a, an, actually in a in a game filled with amazing characters. Pavardi mm-hmm. shines. Yes, I, so. I I just wish there was like more. Like it, it yeah. kept going, like kind of like how. A Mass Effect does that where it's, and I haven't seen, maybe it does happen and I'm just oblivious right now, but it feels like you just kind of do her thing and then it's done. And that's why I'm guessing all the side characters are like versus mm-hmm. like Mass Effect where you're like, you do this thing and then you get to the point in the main story and a new thing opens and you do that. And then you have the final result of all your actions, you know, and your effects when you get to the end of the game. Um, so it would be cool if they could expand on that because the time I've spent with most of these characters, like him and her and Felix also, um, and even Sam, I've enjoyed a good bit with Sam just talking to him and you know, he's like, he's a robot. <laughs> and also the ship, the ship. Uh, I can't remember the name of the AI of the ship, but oh god, uh, that's a great personality Something too. Starts with an A. Ada. Yeah. Ada. That's Ada. Yes, yes. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about the overall mechanics of the game? The inventories, the weapons, all that stuff. I think they could be better. Um, combat is I'm watching some combat now. Um, the AI looks a little yeah. suspect. Does it get better? It's all right. I mean, it's serviceable. Um, They're very aggressive. Yeah, once yeah. they see you. I, I think it's funner when you try <clears throat> to do uh, stealth, but I don't know. It, it, it's not really easy to do stealth in that game that I've seen. Unless I, I'm, I, to be fair, I don't have high stats on it. <laughs> to be fair, I I, I did see. <clears throat> I'm falling apart. Like I'm I'm literally catching the flu as we talk. Um, <laughs> I haven't I haven't figured out silent takedowns. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. That's you shoot why off I, your gun, everybody knows you're there. So yeah. I think guy, stealth is just designed to sneak past things. This guy just tried to do a, a takedown and it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing that's like different from Fallout, where Fallout restricts <clears throat> you from guns and resource and all that. This game. Within like three hours, you're going to have a plasma rifle and a heavy machine gun well, and a flamethrower. What about Casey, friend of the show Casey? He says <laughs> what he does in a Fallout game he's, is he just punches things. Yeah. He just builds up some sort of skill where he just takes down everybody with a punch, which I'm like. That's pretty dope. I kind uh, of want to do that. Yeah, in a way that's kind of dope, right? <laughs> and so fun. he was talking to me a couple weeks ago. He had actually finished this game mm. in one weekend. And he's like, I like it. It's pretty good, but I can't punch anybody. <laughs> he's a little really, upset about that. That was a little upsetting for Isn't him. Isn't that well, funny? You use a club. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the inventory is, I don't know. I think that could be better, uh, especially, like, the items. I don't think it's very well organized. It's just kind of like a bunch of stuff in the bag. It was. It takes me forever to kind of figure out what exactly is whenever I become encumbered because of weight. What do you need to get rid of? Yeah, like what I've kind of just learned. I'm like, look, just get rid of the clothes because that seems to be like, especially if you've got like two or three sets of heavy armor or you have like two light machine guns or something like that, you know, it weighs you down real quick, which kind of sucks because I I like to save all that stuff because then once I get back to the ship, I give it to all my crewmates, right? Have you perked up with extra inventory? Like it's uh, one of yes. the perks was yeah. called mule or something. Yeah, I think I've gotten out. Plus, I I made my guy pretty strong, mm-hmm. so you know, like I can carry about 120. I think 120, 150 somewhere in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty well encumbered <clears throat> on that. 
but you know, I, I just like, there's like all these fruits and things you pick up and I, I take the time to read them sometimes, but I haven't found any use in that stuff. Yeah. Like that's the other thing. Like, and that's what I'm talking about. Like this game to me, it hasn't created a lot of need to make me explore the way a fallout does. Right. Sure. Fallout is like <clears throat> so encouraging because you might find a basic pistol, but if you go and you find all these other materials, eventually you can make this basic junk pistol that will fall apart pretty quickly into something that's passable and actually does decent damage. You can keep upgrading that. And then eventually you get other things. You could break down that original pistol and then take those parts and make that newer pistol there. You know, mm -hmm. like you continuously feel like you're getting better and you continuously are exploring everything you pick up because you feel like you're going to need it. I don't really feel like I ever need this here. Um, especially with the, you know, this ability to slow down stuff. Um, you know, once I got that plasma rifle, <laughs> I pretty much, you know, that was, that was game over for most yeah. people. The only things that give me trouble, I would say, are those, those big primals, whatever they're called. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Like, like big kind of like ape things. Yeah. Um, those have been the only ones besides that. Like if it's a human or if it's a robot, you, once you know what to do and you have decent weapons, it's, it hasn't been a problem for me. Yeah. For me, the shooting mechanics started off. I was, I was not incredibly impressed with the shooting until it seemed like the game was, was working, work that into the design where you improved your weapons over time. And to mm -hmm. me, the, the better the weapon got, the better the shooting mechanics were. Starting feeling like John Rambo again. Mm, yeah a little bit okay that's yeah. good that's good bro you still got some time the slowdown mechanic though you Pretty. can you can perk up that mechanic yeah. and make yourself faster but when you start it out you are as slow as everything around you and it's just not mm -hmm. you know you definitely yeah as you perk that that's one of the big things i've yeah. been focusing on that and it's that's gone up i've i felt more invincible yeah <laughs> like my i don't even know it like the i don't think the ai your ai teammates really do that great of a job from what i can tell unless you direct them mm -hmm. um which kind of sucks but the thing is is i just kind of see them as pawns that are there <laughs> to get me enough time to kill enough people in the room where when they fall i'm not going to get swarmed and, and taken over very quickly so yeah. that's all they are they're just bodies out there and you can and, actually even build them up to be pretty aggressive fighters yeah, yeah. to where you don't even have to you can just walk away and they'll take care of it true that's um, pretty cool yeah, yeah. there's, there's a lot time. of options about i'm, I'm sure kind of it's stuff. the same as fallout but you yeah know, perk up certain characteristics and you can you can perk up their armor and weaponry and all that stuff you can improve them mm. um so you guys think the uh, the subscreens for inventory and all that are tough? I have not had a personal problem with the inventory. That's um, really early in the game. That's what you have to keep in mind. I know, but it's it's just more of like the you it's manage not so it? much, It's not that right there. Like the weapons, I said, I would say is the easy part to manage in this mm -hmm. game. It's more of when you get later <clears throat> in this game and you have like four hundred different types of fruits and like pills just, and everything. I haven't. Yeah, there's pills Dude. and juices and weird yeah. stuff that that boosts some sort of i feel like that in zelda power. where i have all this stuff i gotta make meals and yeah. i don't know what to do but yeah. I, it's not a bad it, thing yeah. it's not a bad thing you just it, it it's, just I, there. it's there for people who really like that stuff exactly. and, I and i don't care that much about it. it i got you yeah i guess i'm kind of like if it's not really doing it like if it's not a necessary thing i'm like well why Wish is you could it just here? turn it off but it's not necessary yeah. for you 
Yeah, but I'm saying like people really do get into that stuff. My wife, your, your wife, wife, was all about the cooking in Breath of the Wild. She I, loved it. I'll play an example like Witcher. Witcher has a lot of in, here. We go has a lot of inventory, right? Just and yes, you do not have to be a person that goes out there and makes potions and all that. That's one way to play the game. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you're not going to be the potion guy, you have to build <clears> something else up to overcome that. Like if you're not going to be a guy who's all about potions, then you need to be really strong in magic or you need to be a really strong warrior and everything needs to be built towards that. You can't just have this little weakness thing going on and ignore it and think you're going to be fine. This game, I don't feel that. Like, there's nothing going like, well, what about your your weaknesses? I'm like, okay, just keep shooting. <laughs> and well, was it because back. you, um, I mean, like you <clears throat> said, you probably have some time left, but no, you're probably far enough in where that should have reared its head. And, and yeah, if it was catered that way, it would already have shown it. Yeah. I do get frustrated. That's why I perked up my inventory ability to carry more stuff. I do get, when you, when you get over encumbered, I don't know if this is the same in Fallout, you can't fast travel. There is a there's that you, one perk and you, you, can and you get. can't sprint. You start to really feel how weighed down you. You know, there's. A I don't like that. that in games. What? There's one of the perks you can get on there where you can fast travel. Yeah, when yeah. you're encumbered. I skipped over that one. I didn't get that one because someone someone even in <clears> on on the old Discord said like, ah, here's the John perk. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, I think I saw that. But that's it. I you know look for something especially that I get to play as far as game games pass. It was made very quickly from my understanding um, and made with a lot of love. It wanted that, shows. That matters. Matters. Yeah. You can tell yeah. that. I, I have to, man, you know, thumbs up to these guys. Like, yeah. I'm really happy because Obsidian, to me, is a company that has been around doing great things for, you know, the first time I played their game was in 2005. And it, they always just feel like they're this overlooked studio. And I was so happy when Microsoft got them. And the time I was like, maybe they're going to make them do Fable. And now I'm kind of like, that'd be okay. I wouldn't be upset if they let them do Fable. That'd be cool. But on the other hand, I'm like, just now, okay, we've done this version of this game. Microsoft, give these people money <laughs> and be like, make the fully realized AAA version of this mm -hmm. for next gen. Because yeah. uh, I would love to play it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm totally on board with it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, They this this was a good get for Microsoft, and I just... Was it? Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. For sure, Daddy. Fundamentally. <laughs> but, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I expected to like this game, and I haven't... It started off weird, because I, I, to be perfectly candid, I haven't spent a lot of time mm. playing Fallout games. Sure. So... This one we appreciate your kindness. Well, you was, can go play a Fallout three and four instead of seventy six for. I still, um, I still kind of want to play seventy six. We we I'm bought our lie. Xboxes and our our versions of our One Xs came with Fallout seventy six. Yeah, I'm sorry. And John and I were like, oh, or at least I was. So John was like, you know, they say it's got a little better. You want to try it? And I think at first he's like, we might, we, you know, we might can try it. And then I checked in a few few days or weeks <laughs> later. He's like, nah. that thing is so gone. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um. Richard Wise, is it time? Yeah, I think it. I mean, we're we're fifty nine minutes. Oh, I mean, I mean, I know that. I just, yeah. you know, just say that. Calm down. You're being too loud, Taylor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I will say, man, 
I'm back and forth on it between like an 8.5 and a 9, somewhere in there. And I, I want to see. I am too. I want to see like where the plot goes because that to me would be the kind of thing that. A deal breaker, right? No, that could be. I think this game is going to be fine regardless. Yeah, really? I trust them because I've, okay. I've played all their games for the most part and I've never had an Obsidian story that's fallen apart. Like Stick of Truth, even like for South Park, is a great South Park story. Which I forget they did that one. Yes. Yeah. So not and I, Obsidian. And I'll say, like, to be fair, that one. I'm sure Matt and Trey wrote that story, sure. so yeah. you know, but they still made it work. They made yeah. it work. <laughs> but uh yeah, you know, I enjoyed um maybe not as much as the original this is a long old Richard. Republic. He but, does this uh, all the time. <laughs> but I enjoyed that one. I really enjoyed uh I'm sure Casey would attest this too. Yeah. Um New Vegas. I oh, he it, loves New Vegas. Yeah, I think New Vegas New, is New the Vegas best seems story. New Vegas seems to be the fan favorite. It is. And it's funny. It, the it, people's it's, fall. It's out. ironic that um, it's <laughs> a, one one famous story is Obsidian failed to get their bonus. Yeah. Uh, with Fallout New Vegas because they hit eighty four on Metacritic instead of eighty five, so that's where that's the mark you have to hit for Bethesda to give you a bonus. And it's ironic right now that this current game sits at an eighty six on funny. Metacritic. That's just kind of ironic to me. There's a lot of irony around this game to begin with. The fact that. Mm-hmm. 76 has been just garbage, bad press, and this one comes around at the right time. And I think people are have mm-hmm. been hungry for a Fallout experience, and they're going to this one. I think it's helping sales, and I think a sequel's a sure thing. To me, it's a provisionally, this is an 8.5. 8. This game's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It just is. It very you should well, play it. It very well might be in my top five. It, it might be. It might There's be no it would not doubt. Surprise me. It's going to be in Chris's top five. It's probably going to be number five. It could be for mine too. But it's going to be. In but his Rage top five. Two could be as well. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Doom would have been. Doom would have been as number one. <sighs> Doom. Uh, you guys want to do some news? Did you do it? I didn't hear you. Re- it's between eight and a half and a nine, which you could have just said an eight seven five. But yeah, why would you do that? Okay. Yeah, you know, we'll say eight, provisional eight point seven five. And once I beat this sucker, yeah, nine point five game well, year. You guys will update it when you beat it on the intro one day, huh? But wait, do I keep being on this or do I go? Do I restart and play on my my new PC? I don't. That should be here Thursday. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <sighs> let's, so jealous. Let's pivot to some news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! <laughs> John checked out. He's leaned back. Head- headphones are off. He's not near the mic. He doesn't care. I wasn't checked out. I just forgot. Where you was. were very relaxed and chill. And you forgot we were doing a professional Who's podcast here. Professional? Who? Is that yes. what we are? Yes. Tap Natch. Who's first? It's not you. Yeah, I'll shut you down whenever I want. <laughs> I don't like censorship. That's all. Speaking of censorship, he's like, he had your. I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> Blizzard opens no. its vault and attempts to make amends. A man, amends. The last couple of weeks haven't been the most pleasant in Blizzard's long storied history, and the start of BlizzCon 2019 was no different. CEO J. Allen Brack appear uh, appearing on the main stage to start BlizzCon with an apology. In the speech, Brack apologized for the actions of the company. Um, has, in the speech. In the speak. Yep. Yep. In the spe- I'm going to read. I'm Ron Burgundy, bro. Yep. In the speech, Brack apologized for the actions the company had taken, stating, quote, 
Blizzard had the opportunity to bring the world together in a tough Hearthstone esports moment about a month ago, and we did not. We moved too quickly with our decision making, and then, to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk with all of you. We didn't live up to the high standards we set for ourselves, and we failed in our purpose. For that, I am sorry, and I accept accountability. We will do better going forward, but our actions are going to matter more than any of these words. That was the end of the quote. Despite the apologies, Blizzard confirmed afterwards that it has no plans to reverse the ban on Blitzchung or the two casters who interviewed him, which I, I personally, and I don't know about the... I don't think they will. I don't think they will. And I don't, you know, I think that is what it is. Yeah. But following that, Blizzard gave its fans the con they dreamed of seeing last year by officially announcing Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, and World of Warcraft's latest expansion, Shadowlands. Yes. You have no idea how amazing it was to come home on a Friday <laughs> and show my wife. Your wife! The trailers. <laughs> I had a drink. The so trailers, uh, the trailers for Diablo 4. We're, that I, was awesome. She's impressed. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. You I don't know that. I, um, okay, we can talk about it because we can keep talking about it in a minute. But that opening cinematic. Yeah. For, for the, like basically announcing the title and it. Oh my God. It was yeah. insane. Very I, good. I have to say, I'll give credit to Brack. Um, that's a hard situation to be in. And I don't think. He got emotional. I, yeah, I don't think anything he was going to do that day was going to suddenly win over those who make it right, critical. right, then right. Yeah, but like that's the best you can do is come out there and at least you know own it for a day. Um, try to speak to the heart, and then you know it, the only thing I can say over time actions. You know they usually went out if you if he if they are true and honest to it. That's the best way to do it. It's just now be quiet and. Say, here are our games, and we're going to just move forward from this, and we're going to show what we really stand for. I think Blizzard was very relieved when they read the headline and then saw mm. dozens <laughs> of protesters as opposed to hundreds of protesters. Because I, yeah. I, I looked at the article, and I said dozens, and I went, oh, yeah, we're not, we're honestly... No. We're not that mad. <laughs> no, well, when you yeah. just dozens. people aren't going to go to something like that to protest, yeah. I don't think. I, I was never really expecting that to be a big thing. If, it, if there was going to be a protest, it would probably have been like on online watching, right? Which I'm sure yeah. they wouldn't ever release those stats anyways. Mm -hmm. So they ain't got nothing to worry about on that. But yeah, uh, Diablo 4. Speaking of Diablo 4. <laughs> Uh, the game will launch on PC, Xbox One, PS4, and already has planned expansions. Uh, attendees were shown the Sorceress. Bar Barbarian? Sorceress? Was it the Sorceress or yes. Wizard? No, it's Sorceress. Oh. Well, sor Sorceress and Wizard. Okay. Sorceress, Magic. Barbarian, and Druid classes in a far more realistic setting than Diablo 3. And we're told there will be no loading screens between dungeons. And even, uh, sorry, the open world itself will be populated by other players as the game will require an online connection. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, that is, I, I guess that's kind of their attempt to catch up to what Destiny does with the, uh, yes. you know, that kind of stuff, which I, it works. I don't know. I'm 50-50 on that. Well, well you, you like, uh, like in Destiny, when you go to your main, like, city hub to get your missions, like the tower, you like to see people. Yeah. Um, when you go to the different planets, you like to see people running around. You know, you're like, hey, we're all. I'm sorry, John. I didn't mean to bore you. It, I'm not bored. <laughs> the, the key to me is going to be, you know, they say no loading screens between dungeons. 
I want to know when I go to this hub world, yeah, yeah, is there going to be a loading screen there? And, you know, I don't know. Like, to me, we had this already with Diablo 3, where when it launched, they had a lot of login issues because, yeah, it required an online connection, even though it wasn't primarily an offline game unless you buddied up with people, right? Yeah. And, like, it's the same thing here. I... I'm never going to be a good, fa- uh, a huge fan of this idea that I can't play offline when I'm not playing with other people, and it's not something that's a decidedly open world game or something like that, right? Like I understand, yes, like I don't get to group up with people all the time, and wow, John, you can attest to this, but that I get like wow, the whole entire idea is that I'm in Azeroth, right? And that Azeroth is populated by billions of players or right. whatever, you know. That's different than this. And right. Druid was not in Diablo three. No. Is it? Was it from Diablo two, two or something? Yeah, and it was a favorite in two. Was... And wasn't Diablo three launched with a lot more classes? Um, Barbarian, wizard. Well, to be fair, pre uh, monk, hunter. To be fair, I'm guessing. Hunter. I'm guessing these are the first three they're revealing, and that they. So will... they okay. Yeah, um, I, mean, I know there would be more with more expansions, yeah. but I just seemed like. I don't Not think this, I don't think this game will even be out till like twenty twenty one at the earliest. Which um, when you say that it makes me go so it's it'll be it will it still be Xbox PS4 or will it be the next gen? Which I think will, I think it will be um next gen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Xbox two and PS five, bro. No one's gonna say it officially right now. <laughs> yeah. right? Google Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course it's gonna come to Google Stadia. Will Dude, it? It, yeah, I'm sure. It will. I'm, I'm telling you I'm now, sure watching that cinematic yeah. and and watching the highlights from BlizzCon, I legit want to go back and play from beginning to end Diablo three. Oh yeah, who's who's coming with me, bro? It's it's great on Switch. Also, the first time that Diablo will launch, <laughs> Treasure on, Goblin. This will also be the first time Diablo launches on consoles, right? right. With PC, yeah. yeah that's so nice. Yeah. That shows you how well it did on on console. Yeah, it changed yeah. The, it changed the game for this. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, they've shown they can do it now. Like Overwatch proved right out the the gate that you could do it on consoles and and PC. So, like, once you know you've got that, there's no reason why they can't. Well, do it speaking anymore. of Overwatch, that's oh. nice. That's nice. Overwatch Two was revealed through a new massive cinematic that not only managed to tease its new PVE story mode. But also revealed the roster's first two new hero- heroes, Echo and Sojourn. Sojourn. The game will also include a new PvP mode called Push, and Push. Overwatch One players will be able to carry over their cosmetics to the new game. Yeah, the I, cinematic was dope. Yeah, as soon as I, it was like eight minutes, and Josh sent me this like right after it aired. Yeah, and I sat down and watched, and like right at the end, did you watch it? Yeah, and like. I was like, they're gonna take out Wednesday. Like, it got to my heart, and then, and then Genji came roaring, and I was like, no, like, nah, bro, no, nah, bro. And I was like, right then there, I was like, oh, I guess I'm gonna be playing some Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, Josh is still playing it pretty hardcore. I would love the world. I yeah. would have loved to see. I know it's great for what it is, obviously. Yeah, know, game of the year and all that stuff. But I was, I was like hoping for a a single player mission or something like that that would help. You know. A lot of people just have a hard time focusing on what this story is about because they don't go and people who don't play the game oh, yeah. are just they just have a hard time grasping how the story works in this game and what it's about. It's it's weird. Well, we did it's our, always uh, been weird to me. We did our best to it's highlight bad. the uh, the cinematics that they made for each character. And, exactly. 
We tried to do that as a podcast to be respectful and responsible of the game, John. It's about you were part of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's about I a team named Overwatch, and they broke up. Yeah, and now they're coming back, but they're fighting each other. Yeah, because not all of them remained in Overwatch. Some of them broke off and became bad guys. Yeah, yeah, stupid Reaper. <laughs> uh, John, I think you should take that one. Okay. World of Warcraft's Shadowlands will launch in 2020 Ooh. and will feature Sylvanas, who's now overthrown the Lich King. Spoilers! Yeah, that was the big reveal. Additionally, it was revealed your level 120 characters will be smashed down to level 50 in Shadowland with a new level cap of 60 as the whole leveling system will be reimagined. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, there was a lot of crazy stuff on that. Yeah, they, well, they, they need to constantly, I think, kind of shake up you know mm-hmm. the, the way things are but keep it at its core the same um additionally the game is getting a new starting area and a new <gasps> dungeon that will change every time you run it uh you run it yeah you run it. <laughs> that was yeah that was crazy i, I want to know how intricate that's going to be i do too yeah. i'm excited and if josh ever gets his computer fixed i'll be playing this expansion with him hey i can play this game now yeah you can you can I'm, you can play with that i'm building, yeah, I'm yeah, build, I'm building a pc you don't have to build a PC that's as awesome as y'all are building to play Warcraft. Wow. I can't play it now. I don't have a PC at all. But how would I play it in 4K? You don't... I don't know, Chris. 60 f- frames per second. He's he's, he's legit. He's everything. He, he's going to blow yours out in the water. I wouldn't even build one if I were you. I'd just get a stadia. <laughs> I, got, I got his juices flowing. Yeah, Ooh. you do. Yeah, thank you, John. Did you get him cross-gen? Well, speaking of cross-gen, Sean. Hey. Uh, Ubisoft makes everything cross-gen. This makes me sad. Following last week's announcement that Watch Dogs, Legion, Rainbow Six, Quarantine, and Gods and Monsters were being delayed out of their early 2020 releases, Ubisoft has also confirmed these games will now be released as cross-generation games and will be coming to both PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. Scarlet. Additionally, two other games are planned for release in the 2020 fiscal year. One would have a, one would have assume. Would have one to should assume that the next one is Assassin's Creed, uh, which is one of those two titles. Sorry, yeah, but you're that. Yeah, sorry, yeah, um, eh, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, it's um, you won't the, with Watch Dogs and all that stuff. You're probably not the earliest you'll see any of those games is April of 2020. Yeah, and that's and that's the very earliest, which probably means you won't see it in April 2020. I would imagine Gods and Monsters will be the first one out the gate, just because. I figured Watch Dogs would be. I I think with this, like, <clears throat> no offense to Gods and Monsters, I don't think there's as much risk. Yeah, there's probably nothing wrong with that yeah. game, honestly. Rainbow or you know, it could be Rainbow Six Quarantine, just because if it's <laughs> yeah, ready, they could be all of them. You know, either one <laughs> no, of them really have a shot. This is the only analysis. No, the right only now. <laughs> the only one I'm confident won't be first out is probably Watch Dogs Legion. Hold on, paper, rock, scissors. Let's do it, <laughs> dude. Um, Gods and Monsters. If it's ready, I guess I'm not sure because I don't think that's a large budget. But if they need money right up front, it's got to be Rainbow Six Quarantine because that's going to be of all three of those games. That will be the one that can produce the most uh, money fast. Yeah, yeah the two the money. two games right now that are still keeping the lights on are Rainbow Six yeah. and um, Odyssey. Yeah, and Odyssey. So, I yeah, thought For Honor was too, and probably Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands. <laughs> I really did think For Honor was because really everyone did. said screw Breakpoint. <laughs> it had a good run. I think they were happy with how yeah. it did, but I don't think people are really messing with it these days. I mean, like, I guess the other one title could be that uh, ship game, but I don't know. 
They would have said something. But they, I feel, I feel like they would. I feel like they would have said something if, if it was, you know, if that was the case, right? So maybe, yeah, I'd make that a launch game. Like I understand why they're not saying Assassin's Creed because they have not officially unveiled the next Assassin's I think, Creed. I think the second title, <clears throat> if we go with Assassin's Creed being one, mm. the other is a a next gen launch of Beyond Good and Evil. That's right. Ha ha. That's right. I'll that go. Game's got to be ready by now, right? Pretty much, at least in the final stages. I'll go or or could be a new <laughs> For Honor game, um, because that thing made a lot of money. Or it did make a lot of money. Or honestly. It, they said fiscal year, right? Fiscal, yeah. Yeah, fiscal year. <laughs> fiscal. So, say it's coming out in February of 2021, and its name is Far Cry 6. I can't wait. Yeah. Because it's about that time. It's it would about be about that time. That time mm-hmm. The way they've been going that series. Far Cry 6. Talk this about one. my juices flowing. <laughs> this one takes place in South America. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That's funny. You know, this weekend, um, if you're a fan of college football, one number one is playing number two. So number two is not all that bad, guys. But, you know, number two is the greatest all time. Possibly. <laughs> PlayStation 4 is now a second. See what we did there? Um, all-time uh, console. The PS4 is now sold through 102.8 million consoles, making it, again, the second highest-selling home console of all time. Obviously, the company wishes the console had done better. Second place is the first loser, bro. <laughs> but Sony can rest easy knowing it now has four of the top five selling home consoles of Jesus. all time. That's what? crazy. Okay, trivia. What What's the one that's not there? The Wii. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Number one. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it Nintendo and suck in Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. They've, yeah. Wow. Even when they struggled, they still. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Europe. <laughs> Europe. <laughs> That's who did. Europe. But yeah, congrats to them. <clears throat> That's a good little tidbit there, Jen. Speaking, Speaking of, of tidbits, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of tidbits and betas, Neo 2 release date and beta details. If you thought Sean and John couldn't handle Sekiro. Uh, I want that. I lo- oh, every time we talk about that game, I love it, but I hate it. That game's great. That game's great. Uh, it, is, it really uh, is. Then they certainly won't be prepared for to try Neo 2 on March 13th, 2020. Good lord, that's right around the corner. Yes. Additionally, the game's producer has, has revealed details for the game's beta, which is running through November Oh, Chris, 10th. you can play it now, sir. Yeah, I've been meaning to download it. <clears throat> Players will finish the beta. Who finished Who the finished beta? the beta will earn a, quote, Mark of the Demon Slayer, which is to which will unlock the Kamataichi, Kamataichi. Kamataichi helmet. In the full game. Dude, you gotta get the mark of the Demon Slayer. You done. love Neo, don't you? Yeah, it was actually the first beta uh, for this game that, <laughs> that, hooked, that, that hooked me. Yeah, in. I remember. Yeah. I was like... Mike, we, I remember playing with we, Mike, and Mike was like, why do I keep dying? I was like, <laughs> think about what you're doing. He's like, we, we, I don't we, know. Mike and I were both dying. We'd all downloaded it together. I think we were in a party or on Skype yeah. or something. Ugh. It was fun. I have no patience for ninja games. I love Sekiro. <laughs> it's a good game. Uh, but I'm going to have um, patience for the uh, Sony game. It's going to never come out. But it's coming out Friday. I don't believe it. What game? Death Stranding. No, no, no. Not that game. The, oh. Um, what are you talking about? The, the other ninja game. Uh, oh, Ghost oh, of Tsushima? Ghost um, of Tsushima. Yeah. The one that's probably going to be a launch game for the PlayStation 5. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we did say Kojima. 
And uh, if speaking you, of, if you didn't see the news today, Kojima, Kojima, aims for the silver screen and surprises no one <laughs> in a move that shocked no one following his career. Hideo Kojima has announced has announced his intentions to make movies as well as games with his production studio, Sister Studio. During a documentary, it's fine, Chris, just go through a plastic bag that groceries are in on a podcast. It sounds great in the ears. <laughs> During a documentary on Death Stranding, the story developer said, quote, in the future, the future, Kojima Productions will start making films. If you can do one thing well, then you can do everything well. Kojima. That sounds a very Kojima. <laughs> Additionally, uh, <laughs> Jeff Keeley was in there somewhere. Yeah. Additionally, he believes <laughs> that streaming technology will encourage new formats to emerge in gaming, stating that, quote, I'm very interested in the new format of, of game. I'm very interested in the new format of game, game that will appear on there. there and and that's, that's what I want to take on. Yeah. Speaking of uh, streaming formats. I yeah. believe is what you said. No, I know. I, I was just yeah. making sure it was a, um, you know, word I'm for kinda, word. To me, I guess the dream in this would be to see like some kind of team up where maybe it's like Kojima, something produced by Kojima, Tarantino, and uh, Del Toro. Can you imagine that a would Kojima, be tight. <laughs> a Kojima um, and Tarantino like Metal Gear Solid movie? But like, <laughs> God, dude, well that it wouldn't could happen. work. I'm hoping he starts off slow and just does kind of the producer role you I know, know. I, I i just this uh, means that death training is the last game we're gonna have forever <laughs> i don't know he Jeez. got out in three years who 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 thought so, that, yeah right? like right I didn't, I didn't i didn't think that was gonna it's happen. not coming out friday guys <laughs> but it's already downloaded on my playstation 4 it's not coming out it's corrupted <laughs> <laughs> you fell has been corrupted but he's hiring Oh, that's a pivot, John. Yeah. Oh, should, speaking should, of hiring, I was pivot. I was actually kind of looking for like a some sort of gorilla prompt. Yeah. Gorilla Games is hiring for what you think it's hiring for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's re, that shooter they do? Um, oh, what's that shooter they do? Killzone. Killzone. Yeah. You know, a, they they got to make another Killzone. That was a good game. The makers of Horizon Zero Dawn have posted new job listings that indicate a sequel is on the way for Sean's must-play title of 2017. Very well. Never forget that. The posting is primarily for vegetation artists. Shoot, I can do that. Right? Overall, the company has posted for 15 positions in the past two weeks. With 10 million in sales, Gorilla has lost... uh, Sorry. Gorilla has a lot of incentive to expand the universe Aloy... That's the main character of the game that you said was most anticipated. I was going to say, who's Aloy? Aloy is my favorite ginger of all time. She's great. Yeah. She's a great, great person. So it's not Ron from Harry Potter? When do I tell tell y'all I beat the game? I I don't believe you. I would... uh, Pull up my trophies. (laughs) If if we pull up his trophies... (laughs) What would you do if I kept that until right then? I can't say it on air. Oh. Mother, but it's really dirty. It's dirty. <laughs> mm. I would say, forget that. Yeah. I, I, no, I don't know. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Bring on Dragon Age 4, Sean. Uh, <laughs> Bioware says, forget Anthem. Bring on Dragon Age 4. Uh, Bioware has been pretty quiet since teasing Dragon Age. Dead uh, Dread, Dread Wolf. Wolf. I got it, Chris. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Dread Wolf rises at last year's Game Awards but seems to be hinting new information could be coming next month. 
In a post on Twitter, the Bioware account stated, quote, Today marks 10 years of Dragon Age. This year, we're excited to join the community's party on December 4th and celebrate a decade together in the world we all love. See you on 12-4 for Dragon Day. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to wait to see what they reveal as the game isn't expected before 2020, 2222. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I think people are getting hyped on this. I'm like, mm, I'm not going to. You would be hyped if it came out. I Man, if they came and said this was coming next fall, I'd be like, okay. I mean, because you know me, I love me. I tried. I love Dragon me some. Three. Yeah, I love I really me some did. Dragon Age. I tried it. But that said, Ugh. I want whatever it is that they make next it needs to be perfect. So we're just gonna we're just gonna say you take all the time you need there, kids. Just get it right. Oh, show. Um. Hey, John. Yeah. Finally, this week. Oh. <sighs> This week. <laughs> you wouldn't think he could hold that for that long, right? <laughs> she did probably say that. Smash Bros. You know, because Richards. <laughs> and smashing. Right. Goes together hand in hand. Smash Bros. smashes record. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has surpassed Street Fighter 2's 15.5 million sales to become the top selling fighting game of all time. That's and, crazy. And they did it without saying super smash bros ultimate championship fighter edition turbo well they did kind of already put like also, super and ultimate in the title yeah, there it is. <laughs> additionally the series has also become the top selling fight game series of all time with a total of 53.03 million copies sold this is where chris will point out that gta 5 has sold 90 million copies lifetime but i guess 53.03 isn't bad for a franchise yeah a lot of people play gta 5 but not john how many how many how many copies has uh, Call Dude. of Duty sold as a franchise? That's a good question. That's not fair. Billions and yeah. billions of copies. GTA Five, John sucks. Fantastic sucks. Dude, it's Game fantastic. Never gonna play it. I you should. I'm never gonna do it. I know. I can't. I'll find a way to make it happen. That's not acceptable. I don't like the art style. We talked about this. I don't like the way it looks. You get lost. Yeah. You're you're the guy in the game. Dude. You get lost and you're insane. You're just going to wake up in a room and you're going to hear, do you want to play a game? Oh, God. <laughs> and then all of a sudden your Xbox One will just turn on. <laughs> dude, when you come off a fighter ship in a jet plane and the Top Gun music starts playing. Actually, the... The Danger Zone. The sport, I gotta go. I gotta say the... Getting off topic here, but uh, in the story, just the opening when it's in the snow yes. there, that opening scene is amazing. Jesus. It's a yes. better game than you think it, it could possibly be. John. I have no doubt that the game is exactly what it needs to be to certain types of people. What, what the heck does that, that mean? Yeah. What do you mean, you people, John? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you people want to wrap this up? Never. Uh, just to be safe. I didn't hear the type. No, that's the news thing. Yeah, that's the news segment there, buddy. You are dumb. I'm dumb. You should pay attention and be more engaged during the show. Not just slow, but full-blown dumb. If you want to write your thoughts and prayers in. Thoughts and prayers. 
you do so by writing us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. It's weeklygameschat at gmail.com, just like Matthew did. Hey, or Matthew. Uh, I'm sorry, Matthew. 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 He, he lives in French Canadia. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but he says, hey, guys. Hey. Nice to say. Hey. Let me zoom in on this, this a little bit if I can. Uh, nice discussion on the Blizzard Hong Kong debate. I enjoyed the constructive back and forth. I almost wish I was on air to debate with Chris, but John and I are pretty much on the same page. John yes. is also right in assuming I have a very pragmatic view of business in which value should be prioritized in order to succeed, which will surely be debated till the end of time. That's true. Fair point. That's Good fair. point. John has also explained well what I mean by virtue signaling. I don't love the term, but I'm not sure how else to quickly define this new phenomenon where everyone seems to be competing on who will be the most outraged. I did not mean to imply Blizz Chung was virtue signaling. I was more railing against the people trying to boycott Blizzard. How about you boycott China instead? Unfortunately, that is not straightforward either. Moving on. I'm playing uh, The Outer Worlds for a dozen hours or so. Game Pass, baby! Yeah! <laughs> and I feel like Dave in last week's email. Uh, I was exactly like Sean. Didn't spell it right. Da or, it's uh, fine. Matthew. He hasn't spelled it. It's no. John. Why do you got to do no. that? He didn't spell John right. He got your stupid name right because it's basic as you know what. Basic. Technically, my name is Christopher. God. <laughs> I'm exactly like Sean when it comes to open world and intensely long RPGs. When I was younger, I loved RPGs like Chrono Trigger, yep. Secret of Mana, yep. uh, Final Fantasy, Oblivion, yep. Skyrim, WoW, EverQuest, Fallout, Red Dead, Assassin's Creed, etc., etc. Now approaching 40 with a couple of kids and a wife working all the time, I feel like RPGs are work. Right. Even shooters now want to keep you playing for right. years. I just want to relax and achieve climax after a fair <laughs> yes. amount of play. Yes. So do I. RPGs are just, oh. <laughs> are just too much for the game, players. honey. I don't have the stamina anymore, and if I manage to get to the end, it's more of a relief than a reward. Destiny Vanilla was great. Destiny 2 broke my heart. Division ripped me off. Anthem and Fallout 76, well, I had so little faith I never bought them. For me, I enjoy having a good competitive game I can play where or whenever I want to play with friends or just check out and relax for a couple of hours. I also enjoy having secondary games that deliver a rewarding story within 30 to 40 hours of gameplay <laughs> and have an end to do it, such as God of War, yeah. Last of Us, Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. Ooh. Oh, my God, Sean. W see, see, look at it. He spelled Sean right there. Yep. Yeah, he spelled it right there. <laughs> and then he gave me a WTF. And then uh, Spider-Man are good What's examples. funny is I like every... I mean, I mean I'm obviously, I have two copies of Horizon Zero Dawn. Told you. <laughs> um, and I love God of War, love Last of Us, love Spider-Man. So don't I got to play Horizon Zero Dawn, guys? Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> Before the second one comes out, at least, right? Outer Worlds is a solid game, but it takes concentration and energy to read so much text it and does. keep all the stories and That's people fair. you meet memorized so you can make smart choices. Very well done, but I just don't have the energy for this after a day of work. Finally, Zombieland 2 was good. Rambo Last Blood's final boss fight made me and my friend laugh so hard we were crying. Good old top 80s action flicks. <laughs> over the top, Chris. Oh, over the top. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, wow. uh, over the top. That. Hey, that's a, that's a dual, uh, dual... Double entendre. Dual Stallone reference there, right? Yeah. yeah. And he says, and, go Raptors, because yeah. you know Toronto. Yeah, I was getting that. Go Raptors. You know, Fred Van Fleet, he, uh, he's been balling out. Yeah, so, but they don't have... Um, they don't, they don't have, need him. They don't They don't have a kind of a megastar they had. He's trying year. to get past LeBron now. 
Ooh. They still got Drake, though. Drizzy. Yeah, they do. They got Drizzy. And if Drizzy's got that money, then, you know, Drizzy's going to play it. He's it's just, he's just an he ambassador. Yeah. He's, he doesn't. He he's doesn't. got that hotline bling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running out of Drake songs. It's fine. Start it from the bottom. Hey, man, just hold on. We're going home. <laughs> You're the best I ever had. <laughs> Damn right. <running. laughs> uh, Sean, did anyone write us on Twitter? Uh, I, I waited until you opened up your drink, yeah, and then I was, I was like, totally ill prepared, sir." I told you only uh, on the Twitter. I'm gonna switch it up, switch, switch, switch it up a little bit. I want to go ahead and thank the following few people for following us. Oh, one of them's new. Um, um, Barry White. Ooh, but it's spelled B U R Y W I T E. <laughs> That's a really cool name, Adam. Thank you for the follow, following you back. Um, a podcast uh, S F B. Our SBF VGS podcast. Um, Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover. That's what that stands for. Podcast. Yes, they are. Uh, they part just, of, our, part they, of our thing? Yeah, they are the latest addition to the uh, HP Video Game Podcast Network. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, not Your Ordinary Gamer. Thank you so much for the follow following you back. Um, let's see. Not has been around. He he follows us on Twitch. Um, Joins us a lot. Well, he, no, he just followed us on Twitter, Chris. That's why I said it. He just did. Yeah. I'm saying um, we were in the podcast spotlight for our network, which was fantastic. Um, and it said that weekly game chat was one of our shows that features Chris, John and Sean talking about video games. If you're a gamer and want to know what's new in the world of video games, weekly games chat is for you. He totally did not copy that from our uh, profile. It's fine. If he did, it makes sense. Um, I don't know if there's anything else I want to discuss. Oh, uh, David McClendon did let us know that Nintendo plans to bring back, uh, Nintendo plans to bring more 3DS franchises to Switch in hopes of broadening the Switch's the Switch Lite's appeal. That was a pretty good story from IGN about a week ago. If you didn't check it out, um, you can click um on that article that David certainly put on our Twitter. That made a lot of sense to me when I when I saw it. So, um, let's see here. Anything else? I think not, sirs. Think we good? We got any DMs? No. Direct message. I know that one. That's what Lizzo goes for. Cool. Did you see her Halloween commercial? Uh, I don't know if I did or not. Uh, not commercial. I'm sorry. Costume. It was pretty dang good. She uh, she was a DNA test. And then when you opened it up, when you got the results, it said it was, that she was 100% that, you know, word in the song. That we can't say on the podcast. Yeah. I do want to point out that 12 years ago today... Anyways. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was released. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. Good job, Call of Duty. And then what, about a week we get Disney Plus because I just saw the Mandalorian. So. Yeah. They want to try him. They the... had a Mandalorian pop. No, they did not. It was nice. You're supposed to send me text. Did anyone try Apple TV Plus this weekend? Any of their offerings? Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of want, like, BK I know is watching it and he's trying to get me to watch something, but I want to use it, but when I do the trial, I want to hold off for uh, that, that one show that's on there for all mankind. Uh, they kind of are doing the Hulu thing where it's a weekly thing instead of it all at once. So I want to wait for it all to be out there so I can binge that show. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to know, is this really worth my time or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm interested in that Momoa show. Yeah, that one too. Oh, I want to cool. watch that. Um, besides that, though. Jason love- Momoa? I love him. Yep. He throws. You see him smashing. He throws hatchets while drinking beer. I just. Um, I don't mean to burst your bubble or really 
let you know how just ordinary Jason Momoa is. But a uh, friend of the show, Jeff's, he has a brother who drinks beer and throws throws axes at things. Schmarin? He built an axe throwing thing in his backyard while he drank a beer. Of course he did. This is a special person. <laughs> I love him. Just saying. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Do your thing, bro. We're going to set a record here. This is going to be the shortest episode in probably a year. Well, you guys didn't have much to say about that stupid game you played. Uh, Someone give us a controversial topic real quick. Me and John can fight for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, the first decision in the outer world. Right. You guys oh, have God. no idea. I was sitting there like, is this happening? And yeah, it was happening. It was, it was happening. real life. Yeah. We um, caught it just in time. But no, the, 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 the fallback of time happened and it feels like it's already nine o'clock and I looked over and it's not anywhere near nine o'clock on our That's recording it time. It feels like it's eight forty three to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is a spider on you. Get it. Get it. Get it, dude. Dude. John, get it! John, get it! John, is it on me still? John! That is crazy. <laughs> uh, um, Anyways. It's probably on one of us now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Payne's getting hyped up you now. Just saying, that dude, said... I did not know dude, you would do that. Dude, I felt something crawl on me the whole show, and I kept going, oh, that's definitely not a spider. That's a spider! This is happening right now. Yeah. That said, uh, until next time, I will simply say, game on, John. Game on, Chris. Next week, next week he's going to be radioactive and all this stuff. He's going to shoot. Woo! Game on, Sean. Game on, Chris, John. This is everything. If you people can see this right now, Sean's quickly turn into Bruce Springsteen. He's got his, his white t-shirt on and yeah. his jeans. And the spider was no bigger than the head of a pinky. Oh, wow. Well, you didn't say fun. that either. I didn't know you'd react that way. <laughs> I, I did not. Is it up your... Ooh, hello. That's funny. Oh, saw some hair. There you go. Your mom's box! Peace out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> John's afraid of spiders. <laughs> <laughs>